only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. So this is Alex Hennessy calling the executive BOD meeting on August 17th, 2017 at 1.39 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll go through road call. Uh, Rick Atkins. Rick Atkins. Absent. John Carmazin. Here. Christy White. Here. Tony Evans. Here. Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark. Absent. Jeremy Jennings. Here. Raymond Burke. Here. And George Clark. Here. Alex Tennessee. Here. Uh, we'll start with, um, I need a motion to approve the minutes from last meeting um, on July 6, 2017, meeting 13. But, and you know, we have a lot of other. Yeah, Mr. Tony Evans, I make a motion that we approve the minutes from the last meeting. Can I get a second? This is John Carmen, and I'll second that motion. The minutes from meeting uh, 13 have been approved on August 17, 2017, at 1.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, yeah. And we're... Okay, I'll start with just a little director's report. Um, so you guys know we've collected all the deposits for the national convention um, besides two, and I'm currently um, talking to both of them. Uh, so it looks like we're going to get all the deposits um, squared away by the end of next week. Um, badges are going out steadily every week. Uh, this is keeping up with the new contributing membership, the new free membership, and the event registration list. Uh, so we're sending out um, about anywhere from 75 plus, uh, 75 to 150 badges a week. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty and crazy. You know, we promote our uh, membership the membership report, we got 16 new contributing members. Um, they've all been processed for July. Uh, renew, renewing for the July, there was 34 possible renewals. Um, 11 of them did not renew um, for a total of 23 renewals. Uh, the percentage is only 68%. Um, I have an idea on how to get that up. Uh, Ray and George, I'll need your guys' help. Uh, we start the messenger group. Um, if, if you guys realize that you talk to any of them, um, just chime in on there. Uh, they're a lot more likely to, to respond to you guys than they are to me. Um, so we'll work on, on helping getting that better. Uh, our total membership, we have 685 contributing members, 71 associates for a total of 756. In our bank account, we have $10,488.24 in operating, 
$17 in education fund, $3,116.59 in our payroll for a total of $33,621.83. And that was as of this morning. Um, does anybody want to talk about the committees, uh, the oversight committee? Uh, actually, Alex, could, could, could you um, send, uh, could you post the, the, the renewals and the non-renewals. Uh, do we have like a simple spreadsheet we could put in the in the uh, pres, uh, presidential administration uh, message group? So yeah, I can do that. To, yeah, perfect. Because that, that would help me cue me up to actually talk to some of these guys about uh, you know reaching out to them and saying hey what because you know if nothing else even if they don't want to renew I'd love to find out the reasons for non-renewal too. Yeah, I'll put in uh, July. I'll put in August, and I'll put in. Um, September. I'll put in all three. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much. No, I thank you. Uh, we could definitely use the help on that. Yeah. Uh, so for committees, yeah, does the oversight committee, um, Tony, do you want to talk about that? Oh, okay. You know, most of our yeah, you, uh, I know you guys have been uh, meeting regularly. Alex has been doing an excellent job of making sure that the uh, uh, email notifications of spending is coming out uh, uh, if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, I think we finally have everybody their emails in the um, in the queue, so you can send it to everybody. I don't think anybody's missing out of there right now. Um, so, especially with the convention going on, Alex has been doing a, a great job of making sure the committee's notified of uh, the expenditures as they happen. Um, does the membership committee want to talk about anything? Or is that is that that's Rick Atkins? Uh, he's not here. So that's we'll that, that yeah. Oversight and uh, membership are both Rick, and he's he's uh, out, he's out of unavailable right now. Okay. I, um, I do you know, if I could just could, oh, could I speak ahead, could I speak on membership's behalf real quick because I've had a pretty some some pretty uh, big uh, conversations with them. I know that um, after this last you know debacle, they've they've come and and. Um, Rework their profanity. Um, and Tony, you're on that committee, aren't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, As, yeah I'm oversight yeah. column. Yeah. Um, they've they've gotten some some work on on the profanity, the stance on profanities and things like that. So um, I, I don't know if they've been implemented yet or not, but I expect we're going to see changes on that and trying to to streamline that and make a little a little uh, go more of a warning than a nuclear option with these guys. Thank you, right? Yep. But I know no, membership committee is working their tail I off. Too, yeah, I, I think I think they're doing a good job trying to balance that where they don't have to babysit adults who should know better. Yeah. So that that yeah. one warning, and then after that, they can absolutely nuke them. Just give me a call, shoot me a text, anything. Yep. And then uh, the public awareness committee. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Let me know. I'm gonna. I need to get up with Todd so we can get um, things okay, on the schedule. Okay, so people to participate. So I'm working five, on that. I've just been busy with the convention stuff. Oh. Well, I'll pull the call in for Todd um, later today so we can get something on the book for our meeting. So at least it's recorded and start hammering that out again. Correct. Thanks, Christy. Um, certification committee. Yeah, so it, it, it does appear on our just 
I have a call in the bill booth so I can get out of here. And then the environmental committee. So we uh, we've it's been pretty quiet lately. Uh, there's been a lot of waiting to see what this latest administration and what happens with DEP and whatnot with that, and it's been pretty steady and quiet. But um, I guess I wanted to ask, and maybe we can bring it up when we start discussing the convention, if um, we want to do anything at the convention to highlight the environmental portion of it a little bit. Um, oh, have absolutely. The guys from the committee. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I want that's part of part of during our our hour and a half long marathon uh, general. Um, um, general session. I want um, I want environmental. I want us to talk about that New Orleans issue that we had last year, uh, in, or beginning of the year, end of last year, um, and let people know what environmental committee does for them. Okay. So I'll talk to Tony and kind of cue him up on maybe getting something together so he's got at least some content and a topic at least to know you know what's going to be discussed. Yep. You know, just a five minute of hey, we're out here working for you and your committee. Your committee is is, is keeping you working because yep. understand it. At, at any given time, the the cold, the cold fickle hand of the government could 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 come in and 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 basically you know wipe us off the face of the earth. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's it for the committees. We'll move into the discussion. Uh, so what was already there was the current tax status. Uh, if you guys weren't with us at the business meeting, um, IRS has sent a letter admitting there was a mistake and they waived the penalty. Um, Clean Matters Magazine ad revenue, a detailed report. Um, we are still waiting on charging all the revenue for Digital Issue 2. That will actually be charged here um, shortly uh, before the next um, official BOD meeting because uh, we're getting that all squared away. <clears throat> and then um, that also ties into the magazine budget for social media. Once we realize the revenue, uh, we can kind of budget for that. Um, next, we'll go to the newly added discussion. So UAMCC staff to be in Orlando one week prior to the national convention. This was already approved by George Clark. Um, Ron Musgrave to, pr to promote national convention. That was approved by George Clark and Raymond Burke. Um, Replacing Aaron Ritchie as a board of director. Um, this has actually already been done by George Clark. George um, has approved William Davis to be the next board of director. Um, George, if you kind of just want to say kind of why you, you thought he would be best for the director position. Well, uh, well, first of all, um, William Davis is my choice. Um, and I and I definitely want to hear some feedback if anybody has opinions one way or the other. Um, uh, would definitely like Ray's approval on that. Um, really, I would like everybody's approval on that, but um, definitely like to hear from somebody if they don't approve. Now, the reason why I chose William Davis, um, I've met William. Um, I'm sure quite a few got you guys have met him. Uh, William is um, has a um, pretty good 
been there in social media presence, I would say, as far as um, he's there. He's very responsive. Um, that's very important. Um, he um, he has really helped out, like as an administrator in the pressure washing friends group. So I noticed he was he's been very active in there. Um, and I've just been impressed with the way he's handled a lot of situations. Um, he he uh, seems to know when to when to make light of things. Uh, has a really good way, good demeanor about it. Uh, just seems like he's you know tries to make everything fun and not so you know rigid. Uh, and I just really appreciate that about him. Um, so I think he'd be a good board member. Uh, I talked to William about it. Uh, William ha agrees uh, he'll be at the convention. He agrees to um, come to the meetings, uh, the face-to-face -face twice a year, show up for every board meeting, and uh, follow the bylaws and uh, participate. So um, all of those reasons are, um, I'm sure there are more reasons. Uh, don't know any reason why not. Uh, so somebody has reasons why not. I, don't mind hearing that, but uh, otherwise, I think he's a good candidate. Does anyone have a reason on why William Davis would not be a good candidate for a board of director? Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fully in support of it. I'm good with it. All right. Uh, then moving on. Um, Ray, are you ready? Uh, it says budget change for UAMCC in a box. Uh, give me give me just a couple minutes. Can we move? Can we can we skip something? Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. Uh, so the next on the discussion is Charleston convention in February. Uh, we're looking at trying to do two conventions um, a year because um, uh, well because they're profitable. Uh, they allow us to to go into other programs like UAMCC in a box and stuff like that. Uh, I believe. Uh, we're going to test to see how well Orlando goes, and if it goes well, we're immediately going to try to move to a convention in February. Um, does anybody have a reason on why we shouldn't have a convention in February? Then on here, I'll put uh, pending on the Orlando convention. Um, basically, all this means is if we don't make the revenue we anticipated on making for the event, we won't do a convention in February. If we make or exceed the revenue we expected for this event, we'll go ahead and talk about a convention in February and pull the trigger on that. And then uh, we got to talk about the lease on the office. It's coming up. Uh, right now, uh, they want to charge us $625, about $100 more per month to stay in the same place. And quite, quite honestly, we're just outgrowing it. Uh, we have to look at getting a new office place. Uh, I've been looking at other places, but none that's in our budget range. Uh, so I'll continue to look. If I do find an office space that I think would be good for the, the organization, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, and we'll go ahead and go from there. But just so you guys know, the lease on the office has gone up $100. We're looking at doing month-to-month -month 
until we find another place. So, still looking at new. Um, and, and Alex, and if we want to go on, uh, if we want to talk, let me step outside. I'm in a, an echoey hotel here. Um, you know, for, for those of you who, who, who aren't familiar with the, with the doing the two conventions a year, what, I mean, and it's, it's not only profitable, um, but, you know, we, we've gotten to a point growth-wise that I think it would be good for us to do, do, do conventions in two different locations twice a year. These regionals have really exploded. We've had awesome, awesome response from our regional um, events. And we could get in here and do, you know, maybe a, a, a mid-year, you know, we'll call it the mid-year conference, and we focus more on committees and action and um, uh, the, the business of the group. And then, you know, at, our, at our, our typical annual convention, we can talk more about, you know, have that more um, focused on um, – the sales, the the big convention, the fun, the the, the 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 certifications, things like that. So we really play around with this on two different ways, and 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 have a a very serious stage type convention at the mid year um, where we get our committee chairs there, and then we have and still make it a profitable uh, 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 meeting as well, and then have the the, the big annual convention type scenario. And that's my thoughts on that. Sounds good to me. Good deal. Okay. Uh, so y'all are ready to, to bounce back to the yep. uh, to the UAMCC in a box. What what uh, what what did you need from me on that, Alex? Um, just what do you think the budget's going to be now that uh, there's a little more research in UAMCC in a box? Well, and what what Ron and I had talked about was going ahead and we can really run this through through the convention budget. We'd like to, to step up and get our trade show booth done um, and have it there at the convention. I mean, I know we're just running out of time and, 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 and stuff's getting really tight and tough, but what, what Ron and I had talked about, and I think Christy may have been part of that discussion as well, but if we could actually have our trade show display booth there ready for the convention, um, so we have it there. Uh, we can actually use it as our UAMCC information booth while we're down there, and it's a great display to let people understand what we're doing with UAMCC in a box. So that was our thoughts on that. Is the budget going to uh, have to change um, because of yeah, that? Yeah, we'll need more money. We'll need more money for that because we're actually going to get we're going to try to get the, the booth. What was our budget on it now? Let me go back and look, just so I don't give inaccurate numbers here. Give me one second. Right, that was uh, me, you, and Ron that talked about that. Okay. Wasn't it something like five grand or something? Three grand? 
It seems like, and I know we wanted to pretty much double our double our our budget on there to to go ahead and get the the trade show booth done, uh, built out, and we wanted to go ahead and uh, and and get you know move ahead and join at least one of the organizations for it. Uh, yeah, because we we upped that budget last uh, meeting. We increased okay, cool. that budget because awesome. that was like what it was. I, I think we went from. Five to seven or eight or something like that. All right, good, 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 good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I missed the last meeting. My apologies, so. Should be in the minutes, Alex. Yeah, I'm the, looking. Maybe the minutes. From you. The proof. Wasn't it the business meeting, Alex? No, that's when we approved the national convention, so we can lock down the convention space. I thought we increased that UMTC in the box budget too, but it might have been that meeting before that. I want to say it was like three. Okay, well, while I'm looking, we can go on to the next discussion, uh, just so I don't hold you guys up. Um, a $1,500 budget for a new laptop for the office and traveling. Um, this expense was approved by George Clark to be taken out of the education fund from um, the event. So basically, it will be marked down as a national convention um, expense, since it would be used for traveling, and then it will also be used for the office as well. Uh, we need to talk about a policy for employees getting certified. Uh, are we going to accept an affidavit um, that we get signed by the employer, uh, or how are we going to do that? Are we going to accept only pay stubs? Um, it really depends on what you guys want to do for getting employees certified. I would say it probably would have to an affidavit just to keep it simple, you know. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, that would work. I'm, I was thinking the same thing, that we just we get an affidavit signed by the employer stating how long they've been in business uh, or how long their employer has worked there. Uh, George, I'm good with you that. Having to approve that? What? Um, it's a policy for employees getting certified. Uh, I'm writing affidavit signed by employer stating number of years the employee worked for them. Uh, or Ray, you can you can approve this too, just so we don't have to vote on it because it's not an executive order. Yeah. And, and Alex, can, can we actually go ahead and do? Can we make make a form on UAMCC letterhead, just something that we can send to them that, that you know we, we get something signed and witnessed that you know this is to certify that fill in the blank has worked for us for blank years and blah 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 fill in the blank blah. Um, is, is that something that we ought to do? Or, or yeah. should we just accept anything? They no, I, I think I think we should get a template made with just some lines that they have to just fill in a couple pieces of information and sign it. 
I think that's a great idea. That keeps it uniform then. Yep, and then that way people ask, well, how do I get that? Instead of going off their documents, they'd have to sign ours. Right. Cool. All right, so y'all make that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Um, then a little George more Clark. work up front, but the, you know, at the, at the end, I think it'll be a little less work. It'll be, you know, um, yeah, write, writing a paper like that on on a letterhead's not. Yeah. And then whenever somebody says, hey, what do I do? We tell them, okay, go to the website, go to forms, download this document, fill it out, and scan it, and send it back to us. Boom. Then we can move on. Uh, George has approved a face-to-face -face meeting uh, for the National Convention. Um, this meeting, past board of directors are invited. Uh, it's for October 18th at 8.30 a.m., in the in room sales and marketing it's the orange room uh, just so you guys know uh, John we know that uh, you're not attending uh, George if you just want to give him a uh, an absence um, I forgot what it's called an, an excuse absence uh, that would be fine since John did tell us months ahead that he was not able to go to the National Convention uh, just so you guys know that, there's a face-to-face -face meeting. And then we have to take an unofficial poll um, on if we want housing or a stipend for the directors attending the national convention. Now, for this, John and Tony, I'm going to have to ask you guys to refrain from voting on this. Uh, so I'll kind of go over what I'm talking about. So there's two options. We have to pick one or the other. So if four people vote for the other one and three people vote for the stipend, go for the housing for everybody. So it's either housing from Sunday to Thursday would be paid for by the organization for the directors, or we would do a stipend, and the stipend would just be a check for $251 to every board of director that's attending the event. So... Uh, it's how you guys would want to do it. If someone I, wants I to vote. Kind of... I vote. I, I, my, my, my heart lies in the, uh, the the going ahead, just renting renting the houses, and not actually paying money out to the directors. I think I think we just get it on a slippery slope, and, and and we get people fussing if if uh, they see money going out. Um, to people, uh, to, to a bunch of the directors on there. So I would rather supply the houses versus actually writing a check out to Cypher. I'm with Ray on that. I I just I also another point on that is uh, I feel like we're just going to get a better value on the houses. So yeah, yeah I mean the two fifty the, the two fifty basically pays for you know one night or two nights of, of hotel. Whereas if we pull the money together, um, you know, we're just we, we, we wind up getting a lot more lot more bang for that for that money there. Okay, uh, so we'll go ahead and do a vote. <clears throat> uh, when your name is called, just say uh, yes or no. I would say yay or nay, but it's kind of hard to hear over the phone. 
Well, okay, do, you, so do you want somebody to... How about a motion? Somebody does a motion for it. Um, it actually is going to have to be it's going to have to be voted on by everybody, uh, and then we'll we'll basically say four voted against it, two voted, four voted for housing, two voted for stipend, and then two or three people refrained from voting is how we'd have to how to do this. So um, just say yes for housing or no for housing is what we'll talk about. So Christy White. Yes for housing. Yes or no. Yes. 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 Sorry. Okay. Um, John Carmazin, uh, you are refrained from voting. I appreciate that. Um, Jeremy Jennings. Yes for housing. Raymond Berg. Uh, yes for housing. And George Clark. Yes for housing. Okay. That's four for housing and zero for the stipend. We'll go ahead and go for housing. Okay, and then we have to talk about, are we gonna exclude the directors from being eligible to win prizes? So are we gonna exclude you guys um, getting a chance to win a prize at our event. Is there a reason that came up? Uh, yeah, it's been talked about for a little bit, so we just wanted to make it official. Um, personally, I think you guys should have a chance to win the prize. You know, you guys are volunteers doing this all on your own time. I don't see why you guys wouldn't get a chance to win. Um, and I'll I'll tell you guys, um, the one thing is uh, the equipment that's being given away, um, my understanding is it's not being given away by the UMCC. It's given away by the distributors or the manufacturers or both, and pretty much they're the ones that make the rules on how it gets given away. So... Um, this, if we was to say yay or nay on this, you got to realize that it's their rules. But um, but if we was to say nay and not allow a board member to win something, then um, that would just be our rule and us not allowing board members. That's my understanding of the way that would go down. Actually, George, they give us they give us whatever prize they're giving us, and then we give it away based on how we do it. So there's, as I understand it, they don't they don't do anything more than either, either give us something or not. After that, it's up to us to do with it. You know, I think I know I haven't entered I haven't entered a drawing in in, in quite a while. I think the optics. I, I especially think it's true for you know I, I'm 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 split on on directors themselves. Um, I'm really split. I'm split on on the director issue because uh, I know directors like you know volunteer and work their butts off. I I I, I do, however, think that the executive board, secretary, treasurer, uh, president, vice president. 
immediate past president. I think that the optics are very bad if, if one of us wins. Uh, it just doesn't look good. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. It just doesn't. It just the optics are, are, are bad on this. The best way I can describe that. So um, I, I don't really have a big a big uh, opinion either way about the directors themselves doing it. And you know, on this this nice big prize, you know, something that we've been working real hard on. You know, George. George, me, um, uh, Christy's been involved in this. Um, you know, we always get, and, 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 all, and the whole membership or convention committee, you know, one of the things we always hear is, oh, you know, why don't, why should I just be a free member? Uh, same thing that, you know, there's no difference in contributing members. We're trying to really punch this up, you know, this time at the convention and make this more of a, uh, there are some definite benefits for contributing members on here. And I know Ron went out and worked real hard uh, to secure this, this uh, hot washer that um, Largo is giving away. And, um, you know, it's going to be a contributing member only type giveaway on there. You can't be part of the peanut gallery and, and win this thing. It'll be only for contribs. Um, but, but the whole thing is, you know, I, I definitely think that, that, uh, Executive board does not need to be eligible to win things. Um, the other thing about this, like this prize, it's going to be you have to keep it. You can't sit there and sell it, and the winner has to agree to a follow-up interview um, in a few months to talk about, hey, how it's helped your business, and you know, hopefully we can we can run that story in Clean Matters magazine um, down the road. So, um, yeah, they have to take they have to take delivery of the machine. They can't sell the machine, and um, um, they got to use it and then promise to a follow-up interview. So I know those rules are going to be in place for it as well. You know, uh, I'd, I'd like to struggle with it a little bit. And, Ray, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I'm not really big on entering myself into drawings, um, and and I'm even less inclined to do it as being a board member. The whole time I've been a board member, I probably threw my name in something here and there, but really didn't really put any effort into trying to win anything. Um, but um, I just, I don't really have a big opinion of, of someone trying to, uh, you know, a, an authority type person or someone who's more in the uh, networked or more connected, you know, I just, I, my opinion is I would just I would rather I, I'm not a big 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 on making a bunch of rules either. I would just like to see the board members just maybe pledge not to enter in to win something, and if they do, right. to bid it or whatever. You know, that's really what I'd like to see. I would just like to see everybody agree on it, and it not have to be a rule. I would agree with I agree with that. But I think I think if we're going to do it, let's not isolate and separate executive board from standard board. If we're going to do it, then do it as a, a united board, uh, you know, and then and then figure out are we are we just us personally? Can our, you know what about our families? Are we going to include them? You know, just make make sure that we're united, but we also draw a firm line as to who, where, when, and why. Yeah. 
so what I got from that is we're just going to keep keep the rule the same. The directors can win a prize if they if they choose to enter. Is that correct? And to scratch it from the record. If anybody's passionate about making it a rule, I mean, I'd definitely like to hear their side. And, I mean, I'm not, you know, I personally, um, you know, I just don't have that much of an opinion of it really one way or the other. I mean, I really don't care. I don't yeah. intend on winning anything. So, you know, if if everybody else wants to be able to get in a drawing to have a chance of winning something, that's fine with me, but count me out. You know, I, and and I and I'm with you. I'm with you, George, about the, you know, I don't necessarily think we need a bunch of rules. You can't do this. You can do this. You can't do this. I mean, I, I just, I would just caution everybody: think about the optics before you enter into something, and how is it going to look to membership? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the peanut gallery's already got their rules. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, look at that. Tony won the pressure washer. Oh, you know that crap was rigged. Blah 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 blah. You know, I mean, you just don't want to. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't need to deal with we don't need to deal with 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 we we deal with enough bull crap in this thing. We don't need to deal with that. Okay. Uh I scratched it from the record and we'll just keep it keep the rule as is. Directors can win if they choose to enter. Okay. Um, but that leads into the next discussion, and it's funny because you guys just said you don't want to make a bunch of rules, and these next two are um, pretty severe rules. Um, it's contractors exhibiting in booths. I'll give you an example. Andrew Snyder just switched from an associate to a contractor member. Are we going to allow him to exhibit in the Power Wash Stores booth and stuff like that? Another example, Patrick Clark, he does um, gutter butter. Are we going to allow him to exhibit in booths? Now, it's walking a fine line because we do a no suitcasing policy for associates, so to allow these contractors to come and exhibit in, in associates' booths, it's, it's walking a fine line. My opinion, I would say, I'll tell you my opinion. I just don't think it's right, especially if somebody was an associate and then they decided to go to be a contractor and then they're going to uh, pin hook off of somebody else's uh, booth or something like that. Um, if a distributor carries gutter butter and they have a booth, I think the distributor should be there. Um, you know, I I'm kind of have mixed feelings about whether, like, let's say, and we're just picking on Pat. Let's use Pat as an example. Um, you know, if Russ carries gutter butter, you know, can, and, and and George, 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 can I can I stop you on one sec here, Alex? Can we yeah. stop the recording? Can we stop the recording because we're we're starting to name names? Can we stop the recording on this? But I would like to have a discussion, but I really don't want this part recorded. We can suspend the meeting and have a discussion. I just don't want it recorded. So I know it's being recorded, so Okay, you want you can can we can we I mean is everybody good with that? Can we suspend the meeting on this cuz I just don't want this crap to go on record. 
that we're that we're singling anybody out? It's not. I it's not. That. It's not singling anyone out. Right. Ray, it's just an example. We've had. Oh, I know. Issues. I know. But no, no. Whenever I start talking, I'm going to be singling people out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I, w- I was muted. Um, what I what we can do is we can finish the meeting and then um, we can pen that for next meeting. Um, okay. And then we can discuss it after the meeting because there's no way for me yeah. to like pause. The okay, no worries. But, but let's let's discuss this. I mean, and my thoughts on this. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to exclude. I, I don't. I don't think we need to make. I know we have the no suitcasing policy, but. You know, some of these guys are – Andrew Steyer is a great example of it. Um, I, I'm going to get Andrew back as, as an affiliate. I'm going to get him back as, as a member. Um, he will be back. So I, I hate to sit here and make rules that, that wind up just hacking somebody off. Um, he'll be back next year. I mean, I just I, – I would bet the farm on that. Um, so – I hate to go and make an example of that. I mean, and and yes, I mean, but he ha- he runs a very big cleaning company, and he also happens to sell franchises, and he happens to make a line of chemicals. Um, you know, I mean, at, at some point, you know, Ron and I are selling education uh, together. I mean, at, at some point, if, if we start making these these rules, how deep and how far do they wind up going? Um, this rule would point. be for for them exhibiting in booths at the national conventions. Right. And and point of fact, education has always been one of those things that we've we've never put in the same category as selling a product. So it's not yeah, like they're all of a sudden changing anything. And, they, and here's here's an example. Just let me carry this one out. Guy Blackman sells a product. Guy knows that the standard is he can't come on our group since he's not an associate. And, and promote his product. That's just the way it's always been. Now, what if Guy decides to go in with Power Wash Store or Race Clean or somebody else has got a booth there, and he wants to sit in there and sell his product? It's, it's really no different than, in this case, Andrew or Pat or whoever else we're talking about. But or it, even it, it other, just, other associates coming right. and selling out of a Power Wash Store booth. Right. Basically what it does is it limits the value or devalues, in fact, our associate membership. It makes it less to those guys. There's no reason for them to not be a contractor member and become an associate member. So I think we have to we have to stand behind our associates. We have to firmly value what they do and what they do for the org and buying booze at the convention and part of the education fund. And if somebody doesn't want to be part of that, that we're, we're fully on board with that. But there are consequences to that, uh, whether they be temporary or long-term. That's just my feeling on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, but, you know, for, for a lot of these small guys, I mean, let's, like, let's take Tim, for example. You know, Tim's not an affiliate, but, but Tim is – he builds uh, – you know, Tim would never join as, a, as, a, as an associate-type member because he's tied in with Paul, um, and, and he has a stake in, in the proportioner. But – Tim needs to be at those meetings and sitting in Paul's booth and pimping his, and he washes as well, and, and he needs to be explaining the proportioner. I think in ways by making these, because, you know, this, this, we're very incestuous in this organization because so many of us invent things because of, of necessity. 
um, or, or gosh, this is a great idea. I'm going to come up with this. So, you know, in some ways it winds up hurting our associate members in that respect that they can't, you know, that, that now they're saying, okay, well, you know, I make $50,000 a year on, on Guy Blackman's, uh, the original shooter tip, but you're telling me I can't have Guy Blackman come sit in my booth for a few minutes and talk about things. So, you know, I'm really, really torn on it. And, 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 and I do believe about the whole suitcasing policy of things. I'm, I'm firmly behind that. But at some point we can police this to the point where it actually hurts our, our associate members versus helping them. And, you know, I get that to a certain point too, Ray, but I also think there's we have the demonstration and the classes and stuff that guys like Tim or Guy can be part of to to do those very things without I guess for me it's it's it becomes it becomes a maybe not a line, but it becomes a little fuzzy when they go into somebody's booth and sell in there and they're not you know, it, it it's it, you're right, it is a tough line to draw, but at some point we have to figure out how to deal with this because more and more of these bigger associates are going to question why they're spending money when, uh, you know, when, say, you know, one one booth is really big and he has three or four other product vendors who aren't actually associate members um, selling for him in his booth or that extra drive. It just, yeah. you know, we don't. You know, Maybe we have to worry about that favoritism thing kicking in for somebody. But so, sorry, Tony. Uh, hey, uh, let me uh, see. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe there can just be a fee added on to that, like Paul, for example. And then he's gonna have Andrew in there to set up a booth, and Andrew sitting in there. I can see the point of why they want the the manufacturer there. But at the same time, General Pump didn't set up in Paul's booth. General Pump set up in their own booth. So I can see on one hand where you, you might want partnerships and you might want to piggyback, and perhaps maybe we can just charge a fee for them to piggyback that way. A lot of places have strict policies against that, not having more than one vendor or whatever, but I realize the way... Hey, George, hey, George I just joined yeah. the call. Did, yeah. did Tony... Did, I don't know how the, the, the convention things handled. I don't know how that came up. We have a strict suitcasing policy in our rules. Um, it's in there. Alex may not have read it. Um, he, he, it's there, though. Um, it's in writing. It's also in our associate group. All of the associates know about it. If this, if this is about the post in our in our social media groups and on our BBS and the promotion, that these are two different, um, they're two different things. The the convention, no suitcasing will be tolerated at all. We're, we can call it the Henry Bachman rule. I don't know if you all remember that. But in November of 2014 or 15, 15, Henry Bachman is the reason we have the no suitcasing policy in play, and all the associates are aware of it. 
Does everybody remember what happened in 2015 with Henry Bachman at Russ Johnson's event? I don't think most of us know. Um, Henry Bachman was selling his goods and passing out cards. He had the gall to come to Russ's event in Baltimore and do that. And he sold those sprayers out of his trunk. Okay, and hence that's when our that's when our suitcasing policy came into play, and all the associates were notified, and they're notified in that group. Now, Alex has to do a better job of making sure that all associates are in that group. We need to probably recirculate the no suitcasing policy in there as a reminder, possibly even print it out and send it to them physically. Um, it is a rule. We don't need to. We don't need to address this at all. It's not this was, be tolerated. Right, Ron. This we're we're all we're all good with the suitcasing policy. Where where we're going at right now is is the things like you know does Andrew Snyder get to come in to Paul's contractors or you know the contractors get to get to basically go you know because but face it Andrew Snyder he's with. With L and H, I don't know if Russ carries this stuff or not, but I mean, you know, Mike Howard is—he's with Mike Howard. He's with uh, okay. with Paul. Okay. Per the per the rules of the convention, Paul has more badges for his booth. But Alex, you know the rules: a ten by ten cube gets him two badges. Before, after two badges, it's how much? Two hundred and fifty dollars per badge. Yeah. Okay, it's two. Okay, so you got to explain this to these men so that they understand this. So Paul's got more real estate, so if he dedicates a badge to General Pump or somebody like that that's inside of his booth, so be it, that's Paul. That's going to be Paul as a contributing associate to delegate those people. Andrew Schneider is a special exception, and here's why. At the onset of this, we got rid of all, all, all contractors that were basically peddling gear, okay? And we said that we're not going to have that happen. Now, Pat, peddling gutter butter, Guy Blackman, there is about 25 of them, okay? But we made some stipulations and said, one, at shows they will not be promoting their products there. They will not be suitcasing people. If they do... According to our suitcasing policy, they'll be thrown out. Andrew Snyder is an anomaly because he was an associate, and he is the only person that was an associate, and we allowed to go back to a contractor membership. Right. Partially our fault because we had stated we were not going to allow that anymore, and right. Alex probably wasn't aware of it, and now he is a contract member. I think, Ray, you should just call Andrew up, and if he doesn't want to pony up the extra hundred and fifty-nine dollars, he, he will. Can... And, and Ron, he will. I, and I, you missed this part of the call, Andrew Snyder. I'm not worried about Andrew. Andrew will be back as as an associate member. Uh, he's going to be a contractor member and an associate member. Uh, he, he will be doing that next year. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. So I guess. I guess my whole point of this, and I, I don't mean to, to, I know we've taken a lot of time on this, I don't think we necessarily need to act on anything on here. 
We leave the no suitcasing policy in effect, but I don't think we need to draw up any more any new rules on this whatsoever. Okay, but are we going to enforce the rule of Andrew uh, promoting products? Well, according to the suitcasing, if Paul wants to give him one of the badges, he's able to give him one of the badges. That, that that's not the place I'm talking about. That would be Paul's privy to do so. Right. And hire agent clean as a representative. Andrew, Andrew wouldn't be suitcasing anyway because Andrew doesn't sell chemicals direct. Paul is his well, master. Well, well, well. Here's the problem that you have, though. You have lots of guys that have products that are not promoting these products. In, you know, here's the thing: you're not protecting your other associates. He's promoting products in our our social media where we give only our associates the rights to do that, he is no longer a contributing associate. So he cannot be promoting his products in those areas. Now, if Paul promotes Agent Clean, that's Paul's prerogative. If if L&H promotes Agent Clean, that's their prerogative. But Andrew cannot, he has to stop promoting Agent Clean on the UAMCC platform it's a violation of our rules and regulations. Period. Okay, so whenever we see him doing that, we'll we'll, we'll bring that up to him. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I I think that Alex should just send a letter from you, Raymond, saying please do not. You know, you're not an associate anymore. If you would like to be, it's a hundred and some dollars extra. Otherwise, you can your employees yeah. or yourself can no longer promote right. inside yep. of the UMCC groups. Okay. That's it. And let him right, decide. Good. He can take I'm sure you know what? Is he is he that bad of a businessman that a hundred and fifty bucks he's not gonna pony that up to say if, I can if, do whatever if I not, want. It's not about that. And let's just again we we've taken way too much time on this. Let's let's just table this. I mean let's leave the no no suitcasing policy in effect. I don't think anything needs to be sent out to Andrew. The Andrew problem will be dealt with. Not only is Andrew going to become <coughs> – I'm actually going to double the money that I get from Agent Clean, not just have them become – I'm going to have Andrew, Andrew Snyder as, an, as, an, as a regular member, and I'm going to have Agent Clean as an associate member, and I'm going to get a lot of money from, from Agent Clean. So let's not do anything to piss them off, and let's not send any letters, okay? But we need to okay. let this play out and just give it some time. Okay, I put refer to the suitcasing policy for that one. Yep. Now, we uh, leading into this one, uh, former associates, now contractors, are they eligible to win prizes? I see no well, is this, is this specifically going to Andrew, Is this specifically going to the Andrew Snyder issue? Well, yeah. <laughs> again, 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 he feels he can win – he feels he can win the major prize. That's and yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem. First of all, George, you need to correct Raymond. There is no associate and contractor membership. According yeah, to the bylaws, according to the bylaws, it's declaration. Once you have declared that you are an associate, that's what you are. Once you declare you're a contractor, right. whether you sell shit or not. You are a contractor, period. But publicly, if Andrew Snyder wins that skid, 
we've got a fucking problem, man. Right, and I'm going to talk to Andrew about that. He doesn't need to. He won't. He's not going to enter into that. He's not going to win it. So. Well, then we've got to clarify that there's other people, though, too. Okay, so Dawn, we have to get Dawn to make sure she does a really good job of vetting those passes. And, Tony, here's another one, Tony. Okay, is Tony there? Tony's here. He's mute. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, bud. Tony, and and Raymond, listen to me on this. Tony, just tell Dawn to take the frickin' pass. We're not going to argue with anybody. Just don't put it in the damn hopper. Do you know what I mean? Just don't put it in the hopper. We don't we don't gotcha. need to argue with these morons like Henry Bachman who goes, I'm a contractor. My wife owns Sunbright Supply. We don't need to argue with those people. Just take their damn pass. When they're not looking, tear the damn thing up and put it in the garbage. You know, exactly. they got in the hopper. You know, I mean, we, it's, it's our hopper. We're making the rules because they don't like the rules. Tough shit. You know, I mean, yep. that's it. it. And, we, and then that way, we don't have to have that. But Dawn's got to be good at that, and she's got to say thank you. And just knowing she's not going to put it in, put it in another pile. When, everybody, right. when nobody's around, she eliminates that pass. It's gone. Done. No one's gonna know. Okay, Tony. Okay, got it you think, can Don can Don do that or not? Absolutely, sure can. Okay, I, that solves that solves your PR problem, uh, Ray. Yeah. So okay. what should I mark we for the minute? Well, we're not gonna mark that down. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I don't. I, I'm not sure if you got to mark anything for this. I mean, we, there's nothing changing. We have a no suitcase policy. We are explicit. Only contractors can win major prizes. Period. That's it. We have associate giveaways though, but only contractors can win the major prize giveaways. It's always yep. been like that. We're not going to change that. By the way. I, I, I jumped on here at the minute. I didn't. I, I only called Alex to see if he wanted to go to lunch because I'm on my way to a place near them. But the 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 reality of it is is that um, we we Largo specifically does not want to give this thing. And I'm going to let everybody understand this. Carlos Gonzalez, the first year in Orlando, gave Hydrotech a skid. Hydrotech gave itself a skid. Is, is anybody aware that that happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it looked pretty stupid at the end of the day. They didn't know it. The guy was a Hydrotech dealer, and Hydrotech gave Hydrotech a skid. It was embarrassing. It was it was horrible. They couldn't use the video after the fact, and it was it was like a laughing stock joke. We do not want that to happen, right, guys? Correct. It will so, not happen. Right. So we and, – and, and really, if you know it happens, and whoever it is, Alex pulls that out of the hopper, and somebody on the board says, hey, man, that guy's an associate. You need to charge the front immediately and explain they're disqualified, and that's it. Right. That's how it's got to be. You know, if something – God forbid that one of those gets in there, we have to fix it right there, not let it carry on and then become the laughing stock of the industry down the road. Okay, I mean, because we're not perfect, you know, we don't know everybody, and some people lie, you know what I mean, they lie, they say, I'm a contractor, like Henry Bachman, 
I'm a contractor. It's my wife who owns Sunbright Supply. Well, that's bullshit. You're a, we see him peddling Sunbright Supply shit more than his... We've never even seen his wife sell shit. He's the only one selling shit. You know, so, you know, we don't want to give a skid to somebody like that. You know? We don't see line. him posting pictures of work that he's done. <laughs> no, I don't even see... That's right. You see more... You, George, there's a great point, George. There's a great point. That is exactly We don't, we don't see right. who's posting pictures of work? Who? who? Henry Bachman, who claims, uh, yeah, who claims yeah. he's a contractor. You don't ever see him post shit. Only thing you see him is sell Sunbright shit and then tell you his wife owns the place. He doesn't. Well, you he's trying to sell his educational stuff, too. Right. And he suitcases that. Oh, well, so, there's no problem with education. We don't have any issue with that, George. Education yeah. is education. I mean, you know, we'll let, he, his, he can sell his bad education because it's horrible anyway. So, <laughs> Sorry, but it is. Hey, guys, I got to run. Hey, Alex, I'm on Arizona Avenue in Boston. Are you coming over to the chop shop? I'm going in here right now. Okay, let me finish this up. Are you coming then? Yeah. All right. Yeah, see, we'll there. Okay. see you later, guys. Cool. All right. I have only contractors that have never been associates can win prizes. Is that what we agreed on, or did we want to strike it from the record? I think we're okay with that. Yeah, and I'm I would need. That. I would. So, Ray, do you you approve it? Yes. George, you good? Yeah. And then the last discussion, and then we're finally done. Uh, don't laugh. It is very serious. So how to give away the grand prize? What noise maker should be used? Uh-huh. And, guys, hang on one second. got to take – I'll be right back. got to jump up the call for one sec. I'll be right back. I say an air horn on a stick. <laughs> So an air horn. The, the air horn was only an issue last year because of the venue. Other than that, the guys that gave the prizes away loved the fact that it drew people to their booths. So you only had some complaints from guys that were in class because the classes ran long and they shouldn't have. So there was a whole whole flurry of things happening. There's nothing wrong with an air horn, especially when you're dealing with large venues and you want to pull people in. You know, I got I got no issues with an air horn. Yeah, there's a bunch of different things. We could have, you know, five cowbells and just ring them all around the the prize. We can do, like, a dinner bell. Uh, there's a bunch of different noisemakers. If we want to go with the air horn, uh, that's fine. I'm back. Uh, but but I figured we, we'd make it official because, you know, we do get a – we did get a lot of complaints on the air horn. Right. We could use a megaphone. They like that better. Yeah, a megaphone would work too. So – we just need to pick you know why? So and and, and, and who order. knows? Let's let's seriously talk. And this is for this is for what 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 giveaway are we talking about? The grand prize. You know what? It might actually be kind of fun. It literally. And y'all think about this: where we get up there, we do an air horn, and we say this will be the only time at this damn convention an air horn is heard right now. But honk, time for the grand <laughs> prize giveaway. Um. I don't know. Every, every board director gets an air horn and we blow them off at the same time. 
Hey, we need one of them T-shirt uh, shooters, man. One of those guns that shoots yeah. the T-shirt. <laughs> we need about three or four of them. Have some close range, uh, you know, right. laser tag with them. You can put it out on those things, man. You know, but but I, you know, and and you know what we want with this with this you know convention, guys is I don't want to say we don't want to repeat a Charlotte because there was a lot of crap in Charlotte that was totally not in our control. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of problems in Charlotte that we had literally no control over whatsoever. So, but, but you know, we, we don't want, we don't want a, a, a repeat of that, of those issues. Um, yeah, I think it might actually be funny to have an air horn at one point in there or something. I don't know if we need necessarily need a policy of it, um, but I don't know. I, just what what are y'all thoughts on there? I I think the air horn it's known now. Everybody talks about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it might actually be quite humorous to to, to even have an air horn there at that one point, you know. Yeah, let's make sure we we keep it in the right hand so it's not getting blown off. Right, nobody give it to Ron. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing a couple mini air horns and smuggling them in. Oh, I'm, right. I'm gonna have fun with this. The venue is totally different. Let's face it. Right. Exactly. We had Charlotte was a, you know completely different than what we're dealing with now. Correct. You know, and let's and let's you know, and I think one of the things we want to do here is is to really minimize. You know, and unfortunately, Ron winds up being the, the whipping boy for all of this, and everybody wants to point out, well, Ron Musgraves did that. Ron did this. Ron did that. And one of the things I want to do on on this um, this convention this year is, one, minimize Ron's exposure out there, and as well, I want to minimize making Ron a target because Ron is such a valuable asset to this industry and the disassociation. So, you know, I don't want people to be able to sit there and say, oh, it's, it's Ron Musgrave's show and blah, 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 and look at what that asshole Ron did, and, and he just ruined I want to be able to minimize that, and, and Ron doesn't need to have to take those arrows either. So, um, you know, so that's one of the reasons I want this, this, this convention to be totally, totally different in that respect this year. Okay. I love that I, point, Ray. I think we... We have to harness the energy he had, and we have to pick it up and do it so that we still Correct. provide the vendors with the enthusiasm that they're looking for in their giveaways. Correct. Uh, oh, and Alex, I just thought of something. Uh, you need to check the, the, the venues, rules and regulations, to make sure we're not violating them with an air horn. Okay. I don't think we are. Usually... At conventions, they're loud and noisy. Yeah, you got noisemakers going off all the time. So I, I mean, Ron's right about. It. I mean, we you want you want these trade shows to be loud and noisy and fun and exciting and you know, dear God, you you want you want these things to be, you know, exciting. You want you know, it's it's kind of like a casino atmosphere in some respects. You want to hear noises coming from all different areas and and you know, because if there's only two people walking around the convention hall. You want to make it sound like there's there's 200 people walking around the convention hall. The the good news about the That's classes cool. being separate, we'll be able to play music pretty much the entire event at the expo, so right. that it's not quiet at all. Mhm. So, 
I'm going to strike this from the record. I just wanted to put it on the discussion so I didn't forget to talk about it. It really doesn't okay. have to be policy. I just wanted everybody, like, opinion on what noisemaker. I got gotcha. you. Air horn okay. everyone. <laughs> yep. That uh, ends the meeting. If I can get a motion to adjourn the meeting. Uh, Hang on. Let's put on the okay. election. Christy, yes. What's going on with the election? What, did we ever decide what we're doing about that? When we're going to no, I know, I know. Ray wanted it to be at the membership committee, but we haven't um, really done anything about it. At uh, the meeting itself, my, yeah. This would be my first um, time doing an election thing, so I'm going to need a little guidance on this uh, and kind of what to do. We can make it happen before the event still uh, if we crank down now. Yeah. Well, I know Ron said he was going to talk to the nominating committee and the election committee. I don't know if he's had a chance to do that yet. You might want to remind him at lunch. Yeah. Um, can we go ahead and adjourn the meeting so we can talk about this? If I can get a motion to adjourn the meeting? So moved. This is Tony Evans. I make a motion that we adjourn the meeting. This is Ray Burke. I second it. So the meeting has officially ended on August 17th, 2017. At 2:47 p.m. Eastern Time. 247. Um. Uh, one second. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.